Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is your host for the David Harris Jr. Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers checking in with you on this hump day. Yes, for so many of you, most of you, it is the middle of your week where in just a couple days you get the weekend and everything good that comes with the weekend. But here I am for you bringing you the news that you're not going to see on the mainstream liberal media, folks. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to show you and talk to you about some stuff today that nobody on the liberal left wants you to see. We're talking about exposing John Bolton. We're talking about exposing Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. And then we've got some other good, juicy nuggets to discuss. And, of course, some good old-fashioned Donald Trump boot-kicking swinning. (laughs) That is what he does. Hey, Teresa and Chelsea and Rebecca and Margie and Nancy over there on Facebook, thank you so much. If you're seeing me on YouTube, thank you. I think I figured out uh, they they don't want any of my broadcasts to be uh to go towards anybody under 18 if you can believe that uh so apparently when i chose to have only my audience only my view my videos viewed by 18 and over i believe they lifted whatever uh, what, what did i what do i talk about that kids shouldn't hear is it that i'm actually spitting the truth i'm actually sharing the truth and exposing the lies and they don't want they want to keep letting kids being indoctrinated in public schools so apparently if you're seeing me live on youtube that is because that is why uh, and if you're on twitter again thank you so so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your time with me. And please retweet this on Facebook, share it. They're suppressing this brother like nobody's business, but it's because of the news that I bring you like I'm about to bring you guys right now. So John Bolton, folks, the White House has actually come out with an official statement, basically saying that there is no way that they want him to release the book because there's classified information in the book. Uh, it also turns out that the White House has moved to uh, moved last week to block Bolton's book. It contains secret information just days before the New York Times broke the story that President Trump allegedly. Yeah, thanks to New York Times wanted to, a quid pro quo with the Ukrainians. The White House notified John Bolton that his book cannot be published because it contains top secret information that makes the leak to the New York Times very suspicious, doesn't it? Perhaps it's Bolton's way of getting even. I don't know. Bolton was an old, uh, an odd pick who is busy trying to put a stop to endless wars and Bolton favors numerous wars. It was a matchup that he was doomed to fail. Well, I've got this clip. You know, if if everybody wants to hear from Bolton, I I know I showed the clip already where Bolton himself actually said on that news interview that he would lie if it meant national security. If it was if if it was up to him and, and he was on the stand that he would lie. So we already know that he's a liar. But let's listen to what Bolton himself had to say about uh, the president's talks with the Ukraine. Well, I, I will be meeting President Zelensky. Uh, he and President Trump have already spoken twice. Uh, uh, president called to congratulate President Zelensky on his election and then on his success in the parliamentary election, they were very warm and cordial calls. Uh, we're hoping that uh, they'll be able to meet in Warsaw and have a few minutes together uh, because the success of Ukraine, uh, 
maintaining its freedom, uh, its system of representative government, uh, a free market economy free of corruption, uh, and dealing with the problems of the Donbass and the Crimea are uh, high priorities here, obviously, but high priorities for the United States as well. They were warm calls. They were good calls. Of course, he throws in there, they're concerned about uh, the uh, the corruption in Ukraine because everybody was concerned about the corruption in Ukraine. But that's from John Bolton himself. So do we expect now that he would jump in to uh, the Senate hearing over this impeachment if, for some reason, enough Republicans said, yeah, I want to hear this testimony Do you think that it should even be considered valid based on that video and based on the video of him saying that he would lie? I don't think so. The Democrats hope that Bolton is their silver bullet in this entire thing, but he's not credible. Uh, He he can't speak for what was in the mind of the president in any way. And plus, he's already uh, contradicted everything that he would say if he did say that the president was actually trying to do a quid pro quo. So. There's Bolton on that piece. What else do we got about Bolton? Yeah, I told you I was going to expose some stuff, folks. Here is uh, an article I hope you saw and shared. John Bolton called Democrat Rep. Engel after he was fired, told him to look into Yovanovitch. So whose side is he playing in a shocking new development? We find out as soon as John Bolton was fired, he called Representative Elliot Engel and told him the Democrats needed to investigate the firing of Yovanovitch. Sounds like he had an axe to grind after the president said, you're fired. Ambassadors serve at the pleasure of the president. He can fire them at any time, at any reason, uh, at any moment, at his whim. That is what his uh, uh, prerogative is. She was an Obama holdover, and Trump became privy to that and wanted to cut ties with Yovanovitch. And now here's where here's where I guarantee you're not going to see this probably on any other liberal mainstream media. Who knows if you'll see it anywhere else, but we'll report the stuff that you won't see. Apparently, John Bolton took six figures from a Clinton Foundation donor and Ukrainian oligarch, Victor Pinchuk. Folks. It doesn't seem to get more dirtier than this. Former White House National Security Advisor John Bolton pocketed $115,000 from Ukrainian steel oligarch Victor Pinchuk's foundation shortly before entering President Trump's White House as the National Security Advisor, a position first held in the Trump White House by General Flynn. Bolton's unpublished manuscript reportedly accuses Trump of wanting to withhold military aid, yada, yada, yada. Let's get down to here. Uh, the neocon wing strongly supports U.S. funding and arming of Ukraine to challenge Russian leader Vladimir Putin. A financial disclosure, a financial disclosure right here shows that Bolton accepted $115,000 from Victor Pinchuk Foundation for a pair of speeches. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could get paid that kind of money for a pair of speeches, boy. Well, it looks like it doesn't get too much dirtier than this. Hopefully you look for this article and you share it. And one more little thing here. If you haven't joined my email club right there, make sure you do that. You never know where I'm going to go or, or when I'm not going to be found. Make sure when you're on my website, you click that join email club. And that's another great way to make sure that we stay connected if I wind up disappearing from any of these platforms. So. We've got Bolton that's in the mix, and then we've got some exposing to do on Pelosi, folks. Yes, more truth is coming to light as to exactly why 
Pelosi just really wants to get rid of this president. Apparently, Nancy is nervous because her son, Pelosi Jr.'s oil company, employed Russians to influence politicians. Yeah, talk about your quid pro quos, taking money from foreign uh, Russians at that in order to try to influence elections. John, uh, 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 Paul Pelosi Jr. was a board member for the energy company Viscoil Holdings and an executive at its related company NRG Lab. It doesn't it all just make sense now why Nancy is just, she's up in arms. I got a video to show you in a second. She really wants to get rid of this president, which did energy business in Ukraine. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi appeared with her son, Paul, in a promotional video, which was released by NRG Lab in 2000. 13, on the same day, the company promoted its new deal in Ukraine. Now, newly unearthed records show that Viscoil employed Russians to establish contacts with government officials and key players in the oil and gas industry and to cultivate a network. Let me highlight this for you. And to cultivate a network of prominent contacts, including politicians, allowing the energy's emergence in the high, into the high level political arena. Wow. <laughs> no wonder Pelosi is putting it all on the line to get rid of this president. She doesn't want him to have another four years. She doesn't want him to be able to get through this impeachment and, uh, and come out unscathed within the opportunity to continue to find out about the dirt that was going on in Ukraine. Cause I tell you, it doesn't stop at, uh, the Bidens. It doesn't stop at Pelosi. There are several, even Schiff is connected. There are several high level Democrats that are all going after this president right now that I believe have some exposing to do about their own dirty dealings in Ukraine. So here is Nancy, I believe, just really spilling the beans, telling all of us exactly why she wants to get rid of this president. It's because she's scared. I truly believe she doesn't want the president to have the time to be able to look into the dirt in Ukraine. We have to make sure, this will sound political, but we have to make sure that the Constitution wins the next presidential election. We can't be worrying about how long is this going to take or that. It'll take as long as it does. And we will press the case so that in the court of public opinion, people will know what is is right. But we cannot accept a, a second term for Donald Trump if we are going to be faithful to our democracy and to the Constitution of the United States. And that is just a fact. So we have to operate on many fronts. We have to operate in the Congress, in the courts, and in the court of public opinion. And we must win the next election. <laughs> no, she does not want our president to get a second term in office because I believe, especially with the, I mean, think about this for a second. With all of these Democrats going at the president right now, understanding that the president is aware, the whole world, I think, is aware of how corrupt Ukraine was before the new president took over to then know I mean, I've showed several videos. It was mainstream media news. ABC was talking about CNN even throws Hunter Biden under the bus saying the whole thing looks dirty for the president. 
to be able to come out of this, which he will. What are the Democrats going to be able to do to stop him from continuing to look into the corruption in Ukraine and the new president of Ukraine? Why wouldn't he also cooperate and make sure that all the dirty deed, uh, uh, all those people that that <laughs> that were having dirty deeds <laughs> about to get tongue tied? He'd like to make sure, I think, that that dirt is exposed as well. That is why, folks, they are going after this president right now. They don't want him to get a second term because they don't want him to have the opportunity and the time to continue draining the swamp, which is what we elected them to do. Don't you as an American, don't you want to know that the swamp creatures that are supposed to be servants, that are supposed to be representing us, that were padding their own pockets or the pockets of their families, wouldn't you like to know? That they've been held accountable? I know I would. I know I work hard. My family works hard. My friends work hard. Nobody's getting any cushy million dollar year contracts for sitting on a board for a company that they have no skills for. Yet that's exactly what's happened a lot. And our president's going to get to the bottom of it. Thank you, Mr. President, for doing what you do to make sure <laughs> that the American, that you, uh, that you uh, keep your promises to the American people. I got another one there on him keeping his promises in a minute. CNN, I don't even know. It's like, can we even expose CNN even more? I don't know. Fake news CNN ran false headline. This is really, this is really what's going on. They believe, and it must be true, that the viewers that CNN still has, they have no idea that they're listening to propaganda. They have no idea when somebody's lying to them because they don't watch anything else. That's the only way CNN could get away with a headline that says the GOP concedes that Trump may have withheld aid, but says it's not impeachable. No, I'm sorry. The Demo- the, the Republicans, the GOP, they did not concede to that. They haven't, they didn't say anything of the such. Yet that's exactly what CNN ran. They're one of the worst fake news networks out there. And they've done some really bad and unethical things over the last few years, but they just set a new low even for them. CNN ran the headline, GOP concedes Trump may have withheld aid, but probes uh, aid for probes, but said it's not impeachable. It's a patently false statement that isn't even based on any quote, any evidence uh, or even a famous CNN anonymous source. It's based on the distortions of a lying news network that now feels that instead of spinning news, that they can just make it up wholeheartedly out of thin air. That's pretty much what they're doing. And it goes to show that, you know, these these liberals, they just continue to give us plenty of ammunition and reason as to why we don't want to listen to them. We don't want to touch them with a 10 foot pole and we don't want them representing us, especially in any high levels of, uh, of authority in our in our Congress, Senate, uh, in, in, uh, in anywhere, any districts. We need to get rid of them. But they do give us definitely plenty of uh, of ammunition and reasons to remind us all of why we just absolutely cannot. Uh, we, we've got to stand up. And here's here's a great reason right here. This is the Democrats just giving us all the reason to rile together, to come together, and to stand for this president even more. Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if you had the letter U and a picture of an actual physical crane next to it. You could put half of Trump's supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> and 
And so that's partly him playing to their base. Anyone who supported this president is at best uh, looking the other way on racism. At best. You know, the, the, the credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump um, that, that wants to think that, that, that Donald Trump's the smart one and they're, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all elitists are dumb. Trump always loves the, the low information guy. You elitists with your geography and your maps. Issue of, of racism across the country because that, that's his base. Your math and your reading. <laughs> yeah, you're reading, you know, your geography. Yes, we get to prove them wrong again in November. Do you know that the average Trump supporting family has a median household income of $90,000 a year? And yet they say that we're illiterate. They downplay us. They say that we uh, can't read. They say we can't write. They say we're the racists. You know, I wrote a chapter in my book. If you haven't gotten it, it's still changing lives and waking people up. Why I couldn't stay silent. You can get that on my website. I wrote a chapter in my a chapter in my book where I talk about racism and I talk about the hatred that was racism. I believe it is the same hatred that is moving through the liberals to those that don't that they don't agree with. It's a conservative based racism. It used to be based on skin color. Now it's based on your political beliefs. But I truly believe having witnessed some of the absolutely awful Things that have taken place and that have been done to people. I remember the the guy that was just being interviewed. He had a Trump hat on and somebody walked by and spit at him, spit in his face, literally. What about the guy that was sitting in the restaurant and the Hispanic looking guy came up and threw his threw his his soda in the guy's face? How many different things have you seen where Trump supporters have been attacked for no reason just because they support the president? It reminds me of the things that I've seen in the 60s, 50s, 40s, the things that have taken place in our country, but they were done based on somebody's skin color. Folks, it's still the same hatred. It's the same evil. It's a spirit. And it's working through those that don't agree with this president. So what if you don't agree? It doesn't give you the right to belittle another individual. It doesn't give you the right to harm another individual. Yet that's exactly what is taking place. So. Thank you, liberals, for just reminding us who we don't want to be and who we do want to support for president this year, because I believe we're going to have a a red tsunami uh, in November. I absolutely do. Meanwhile, they keep on coming at the president and he just keeps on winning. (laughs) He just continues to get the job done today. The president of the United States, Donald John Trump, signed into law the USMCA trade deal ending the NAFTA nightmare. Folks, we have no I don't think we really, truly understand or can comprehend yet how huge this is going to be for our country. We were getting ripped off with NAFTA. Now we're going to be an equal bearer in the shares of the blessings and the benefits from trading with our neighboring countries. President Trump signed into uh, signed the United States, Mexico, Canada trade agreement on Wednesday today, replacing the North America free trade agreement NAFTA, the Clinton era trade agreement that Trump has called a disaster. The USMCA is quite possibly the largest trade deal of all time with one point three trillion dollars of commerce at stake. 
This is the second major trade deal made by the Trump administration this year, with China being the other great deal. USMCA has been ratified by Mexico, but not yet by Canada. But you know they're going to fall in line. And uh, here we've got this. This is just it's so beautiful to see that what what are the, this is what the Democrats are trying to impeach. I really don't think they care, really, if I can be honest with you. I don't think they care about the progress that the president's making. They're scared because they know they're on the hook for the corruption in Ukraine and China between all their kids, all their family, the Biden five with his brothers and sister and son all getting quid pro quo deals, patting their bank accounts. Uh, I, I believe that's what their people will move They'll move harder and faster sometimes out of fear than they will out of anything else. So what do the American people get? We get shafted again by having to spend all our money and time watching the Senate go through a hearing because the dirty Democrats are afraid of getting exposed. Meanwhile, the Trump just the president continues to do amazing things for our country. Here he is signing the USMCA today. And three years later, promise kept. (laughs) Well, with all of the power and wealth and status in front of me, I think we would all agree that the people that are by far the most important with us today happen to be standing right behind me. Thank you all for being here very much. And I'm going to have the honor of signing the USMCA. Thank you very much. That, my friends, is what you call winning. Promises made, promises kept. You know, I need to have an article just on all of the promises that this president has kept since he's taken office. It would it would be a long one. Would you guys share that? You guys want me to put that together? I would I think I'm going to have an article put together on all of his promises and then some. He's done things that he didn't even promise. Well, he made the promise to the black community. What do you have to lose? He's done so much for the black community and we are winning. He's done it across the board on so many levels. I think I'm going to have that article put together and uh, I hope you guys can can uh, share it. Yeah, I, I wanted to see how many pins he was going to hand out. Here we've got Pelosi pushing articles of misinformation impeachment towards a president that's doing amazing things for our country, that's making one little dot and going a new pen. You've all seen it. And she's passing them out like candy. <laughs> Here we got the president using a $2.99, if that Sharpie, to do one of the biggest things that's going to benefit our country greater than anything that the Democrats have ever done for our country. Uh, and that's just how he does it. He gets the job done. Thank you so much. Mr. President. So USMCA is, uh, is passed. Uh, we'll, we'll believe that Trudeau is going to sign it pretty quickly. Now we've got this, you know, a good friend of mine is Scott Pressler. He's been doing those cleanups all over the country. And some of these cities, they're like, they don't want him coming to do the cleanup because it really makes them look bad, especially in a city like San Francisco, where there is poop on the street, folks. 
where there's needles everywhere, where people that are homeless uh, are, are catching diseases and illnesses because apparently the $80,000 a year jobs that the city created just for people to go around and clean up the city streets isn't working. It's not doing enough. Now we find out that the San Francisco official in charge of cleaning the streets in deep doo-doo with the law. Is San Francisco, it's, is it a conservative city? <laughs> that was a joke. Mohammed Nuru, San Francisco's director of public works, was arrested for allegedly taking kick- kickbacks on city contracts and other things. Nuru is charged of, in charge of cleaning up the feces left by the homeless and other assorted garbage as such. He had a lot of say in who got the contracts. Here's your, here's your exposing quid pro quos. He has also been charged with trying to bribe an airport official to get a license to open a restaurant at the San Francisco International Airport. A local well-known restaurant owner, Nick Bovis, was also arrested in the alleged climb. Nuru was originally released on condition that he would cooperate with the prosecutors and that he does not discuss the case with anyone. He was arrested on Monday for violating the terms of his release. You, you just gotta, you got you gotta give it to these liberals, man. They just keep trying. They just keep trying, <laughs> but at least they keep getting exposed, folks. They need to absolutely be exposed. And then we've got this. You know, I'm a part of the Falkirk Center. The Falkirk Center was a brainchild of Charlie Kirk and Jerry Falwell Jr., two men that I've grown to know and respect very, very much. And Jerry Falwell Jr. was just with the, uh, uh, the, the West for the governor of West Virginia yesterday to announce this very thing. Republican West Virginia governor invites Virginia gun sanctuaries, uh, to succeed, uh, secede and join his state. West Virginia governor Jim Justice invited gun sanctuary counties in Virginia to leave Virginia and to become annexed into West Virginia. They're calling it Vexit. They're wanting Virginians to exit. This would not be the first time West Virginia was originally a part of Virginia. But with the advent of the Civil War, the western part of the state chose to remain in the Union, and Congress expedited their separation from Virginia and declared a separate state. It remains to be seen if such a move could actually be done, but still, the temptation is truly there after the Democrats took complete control over Virginia in the 2018 statewide election. This has massive implications for 2020. Uh, we'll see what happens and what gets done. Hopefully I'll get Jerry or Charlie on probably one of my podcasts so that I can sit and do a deep dive with them. Folks, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast on Google Play, on Spotify, or on iTunes, search David J. Harris Jr. My shows are there and I do one-on-one deep dives with individuals like coming up next week. You're going to see a one-on-one interview with me and the founder of Papa John's Pizza, Papa John himself. I've got some amazing questions to ask him. He is truly a uh, American story come true, starting from nowhere, starting a pizza company, and then creating one of the biggest and most successful chains uh, across the nation. Whether you like the pizza or not, this is definitely a story of what the American dream is all about. So David J. Harris Jr., search, search that on your favorite podcast channel. And if you like the content, give me five stars. Folks, that is what I got for you today. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Carol, Karen, Linda, for all of your support, your sharing, your retweeting, your comments. I truly do appreciate every single one of you guys. God bless you. I hope you have a great rest of your night, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. 